We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Oh, hello. Welcome. It is Powerly on News Radio 930 WVEN. I wasn't really paying attention to what I was doing or what time it was. And uh, about 10 minutes before David's show ended, if you heard a door open and a guy go, oh, my God, that was me. Because um, I just I just forgot. It, it's just one of those things, man. I just I was thinking about Jerry Lee Lewis, and there's a reason I was thinking about Jerry Lee Lewis, which I'll get into momentarily. But uh, anyway, it was just it was like one of those if you could have seen my face moments. It was I cannot believe I just did that because you just don't walk in on somebody when they're on the air. Except the one day, true story. Like 15 years ago, I'm doing the nine to noon show, right? And this guy in a shirt and tie I'd never seen before walks into the broadcast room, picks up a book, and leaves. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, that is one of the rudest things anybody has ever done. You're supposed to wait for a commercial break. So anyway, um, after the show, I uh, found out that the guy was a corporate vice president of the whole company. So I'm glad I didn't say anything. I'm I'm certainly glad that I, uh, I, I don't know why I didn't say anything, but I, I just didn't. I think I was just so horrified and mortified that somebody, somebody could be that disrespectful. And I just did the same thing to David, but it was not, it was, it was, um, it was just unintentional. I just was not thinking. So I've got a weird story here about Jerry Lee Lewis. And if you listen to the show long enough, you know, and I am not proud of this. I'm not proud of this at all. It, But you guys know it. I know it. My friends know it. Unfortunately, I seem to be the angel of death. And I don't say that lightly because on air, on air, more times than I can remember, I will bring up the name of somebody who has not been in the news for quite some time, some celebrity, musician, actor, whatever, and within a day sometimes of my arbitrarily mentioning their name on the air, they die. And we used to keep a running track, and then it just got too freaky because it was too weird. It was just statistically getting to be, okay, this is not good. For example, recently, and I told you this on the air, I looked up Queen Elizabeth II. I, I was on my couch, and I had the conscious thought, you know, Queen Elizabeth II is really getting up there, and, and so is Prince Charles getting up there. And how old are they, and what's their story? So I read up on Queen Elizabeth II, and then uh, next week, get the news that she had died. 
and I was a little bit stunned by that. So today, Jerry Lee Lewis dies, and I cannot make this stuff up. The other day, we did a show uh, on which artist or band you really wish you had seen. Remember that show? I said, boy, I really wish I would have seen the Bee Gees. I wish I would have seen the Monkees, which was Bellavia's first all-time concert at Melody Fair. Uh, but I think I was I was working that night. It was in the early 80s. I had to have been working that night. But uh, uh, who else? The Bee Gees. And then somebody called in and mentioned Roy Orbison, that they had a chance to see Roy Orbison. So here's how the progression worked on the internet. Okay. I, after that show, went home and I was thinking about the caller who'd mentioned, I saw Roy Orbison, and if you will remember, I said at the time, do you know why he wears sunglasses? He used to wear sunglasses all the time? Because he has squinty little eyes like I do. And the sunglasses hid his eyes, which he didn't much like any more than I really liked my eyes. And um, we went into that whole thing. So I went home. And I started looking up Roy Orbison to make sure that what I'd said about Roy Orbison was correct, that, yes, he did lose a couple of children in a house fire. I did not know that Roy Orbison had sold the land on which the house had been located to Johnny Cash because Johnny Cash promised Roy Orbison he would never build anything on that particular piece of land. And now it's a rather productive uh, agricultural parcel that is used. But... Roy Orbison, when you when you would look up Roy Orbison and you do a deep enough dive, what would happen is it would take you to other people of the era, such as Eddie Cochran, whose name, by the way, came up during that show about people you wish you would have seen because somebody called in at the end with a Brian Setzer and the Stray Cats, that they had seen Setzer and the Stray Cats. And if you'll remember, I ended the show with a Brian Setzer cover of This Old House. Remember that? And so I'm on the internet looking up Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison takes me to Eddie Cochran, and then there's a whole bunch of people also looked up, and then they had Jerry Lee Lewis. And this is just the other night after the show we did on People You Wish You Would Have Seen. So I found myself the other night reading up on Jerry Lee Lewis. I kid you not. And the thought went through my brain. Dude, he's like 87 years old. Maybe you ought to send him a picture and see if he'll autograph it for you and send it back to you. I guess I can save that postage because Jerry Lee Lewis uh, died. But I'm not – I don't get freaked out by individual occurrences like that. But when there's a chain of occurrences – and I, I, I have forgotten. I think it's repressed memories. I have forgotten everybody that I've killed. But I unfortunately have killed about 15 to 20 people now. It is, and if you listen to the show for many years, you know I, I am not making this up. And it's almost gotten to the point of ridiculousness. When's the last time you thought about Jerry Lee Lewis, right? When, when, when is the last time you had a conscious thought about Jerry Lee Lewis? Top Gun. Top Gun? Yeah, in the new Top Gun movie. Uh, that, that was like the song from the original one that Goose and Maverick sang with Goose's Kid. And then Goose's Kid comes back in the new one as Rooster, and he sings the song. But did you actually know it was a Jerry Lee Lewis song? 
Yes, I did, because my dad showed me that song when I was a little kid. Aha! Uh-huh. All right, so that, at least you had a reason to think of Jerry Lee Lewis from Top Gun. I've, I've not seen the Top Gun thing, so that kind of threw me there for a minute. But um, I, I, to me, it was just one of those places the internet took me, right? Roy Orbison, Eddie Cochran, Carl Perkins, Jerry Lee Lewis, and... I couldn't believe of all of those people that Jerry Lee Lewis was still alive because the guy's personal life was a train wreck. He was married seven times. He had to file for a, a bankruptcy. He owed the IRS $1.2 million. I'm not sure exactly how that works. And uh, remember, uh, Jerry Lee Lewis married his first cousin uh, during the peak of his popularity early on. He married his first cousin, and the first cousin was, I think, 12 or 13 years old. He was in his early 20s, and uh, that basically uh, sank his career, even though he told the press in London she was 15. And I was I remember reading that the other night, thinking to myself, wait a minute, was there really a point in our relatively recent history on this planet, was there really a point where saying, oh, she's not 12, she's 15, that's my wife. Was there ever a point when that was really okay? And apparently there was. Can you imagine somebody today saying, oh, no, I might be 22 years old. My wife isn't 12, she's 15. She's all grown up. I mean, that's a little bit, okay, that's a lot of it on the creepy side, okay? Um, by the way, thank you to yesterday's show. You guys called in with your must-go-to comedians, and there were a lot of people that had come up. And I mentioned that uh, Jim Brewer is somebody that I knew I liked because I told you, when I listen to comedy, if, I, if there's somebody I like, I always press the details button to figure out who it is. So I knew that I'd like Jim Brewer. Then I watched some of his work last night, and I realized, yeah, I really like Jim Brewer because he starts off uh, his most recent special, I believe it's his most recent, with uh, talking about COVID and Fauci and all the neuroticism that was going on. And, uh, yeah, Jim Brewer, totally cool. And the other one that uh, had mentioned, and I think almost everybody's seen the substitute teacher um, thing that they do, but Key and Peel. Um, I, I could not stop watching Key and Peel last night. I couldn't. Absolutely. Now, stand-up comedy? No, it's it's sketch comedy. But it was absolutely hilarious. I don't think those guys are capable of putting out something that is not funny. Man on the plane having to go to the bathroom when the seatbelt sign is on? Absolutely hilarious. Um, and don't be offended by this because there's a reason that this has to be said. They also do a sketch called Das Negros, where uh, they are they are sent back in the World War II era, and this SS officer comes to their house and just goes through these ridiculous things, the, these ridiculous procedures to see if there are Negros that have escaped. And it's just, it, it's absolutely it's hilarious, and it, I, I think it might have been. I'm not, I got to check the chronology on this. It's, it might have been a tie-in to um, to uh, Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards. 
for a minute, I thought the SS guy was going to say, my name is Hans Landa. But that was his first name was Hans, but I think it was Mueller. It was not Landa. But it was very reminiscent of the opening of Inglorious Bastards, where Hans Landa goes to the French farmer's house and they have that discussion about bowls of milk. And then the family uh, ends up being massacred in the basement through the floorboards. Um, it, it, it wasn't quite that graphic. And they also, um, I mean, these, again, these are uh, Key and Peel. Uh, sketches. You can look them up for yourself online. There's also one that I, I don't know why, because you shouldn't laugh at Nazi stuff. But when Nazis are being poked fun of, that's okay. All right, that I I enjoy Nazis being po- uh, poked fun of. There's this one, <laughs> there's this one. You can look up Key and Peel Hitler story, and it was so funny. I had to watch it four times, at least four times. I just be, because the the words and the verbiage used in that particular bit are what we would use in 2022 or in our era. But to hear somebody dressed up like that in the 1940s, this a German accent saying he did the low Heil Hitler. Do you know something funny? When he, when he raises his hand, he does not say Heil Hitler. It's like, I never, <laughs> just, it's hilarious. Nazis being poked fun of, hilarious, okay? There's a, there's a big difference between dressing up like a Nazi to go to a Halloween party, which, no, you don't do that, ever, 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 even if, and especially if you're part of the British royal family. No, 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 that is never a good idea. Blackface, never a good idea. It's very hurtful to people. I've seen that firsthand. It's very hurtful. Don't do that. Don't. Do, I mean, I shouldn't even have to say that. But when Key and Peel, uh, Key and Peel, folk uh, poke fun at the uh, at the Nazis, uh, that's pretty funny. They do some things on marriage, hilarious. So Jim Brewer, yeah, love him. Uh, Key and Peel, absolutely hilarious. And some of the others that you called in with, I didn't get a chance to look up yet. I, I knew most of the people um, that you had called in with. But sometimes I would know the name, but I couldn't quite place a bit to the name. But if you want to, if you want to laugh this weekend, all right, if you're going through a bad period of your life, I, I suggest you go to wben.com, wben.com, and you listen to the show from yesterday. I think we started talking about it at three o'clock. Um, yeah, the your your go to comedians, and you're gonna if you write if you keep a list if you write down what people said and you look these things up online, I really don't think you're going to be disappointed because everybody called in with some really good stuff. And like I said yesterday, just because a comedy bit was recorded in 1957, it does not mean it's not funny. There are, I'm not going to redo yesterday's show, but there are Bob Hope bits that were recorded during World War II that are still objectively funny. They're hilarious. Now, sometimes you got to know a little bit about history to totally get the joke, but hilarious. And I just have an enormous respect for Bob Hope because he did so much for our troops. And he also, in my opinion, stayed relevant and funny his entire career. And of course, Bob Hope was born in England um, and, and then came came over here very, very young. Uh, but 
uh, yesterday's show, I just want to thank you because you gave me some some great stuff to look up. And again, anybody who wants to can listen to it, uh, WBEN.com, the uh, uh, archives of the show, uh, three to six. Just make notes as we go along. And anything that intrigues you, you can look up and uh, and have some fun with. But um, Key and Peel are absolutely um, they are comedic geniuses. And you know I've mentioned um, Quentin Tarantino. His name came up yesterday uh, because of Vicky Lawrence coming up on the show yesterday as a comedian that people really liked. And uh, Vicki Lawrence had a big hit song in the 1970s, The Night the Lights Went Out in Georgia. And that is the subject of discussion at the beginning of Quentin Tarantino's Reservoir Dogs. Okay, the diner scene, which, by the way, would never happen in real life, but I don't mean to get too too far into the weeds on that. But Quentin Tarantino, some of his movies, as you know, are pretty dark. But there is some subtle humor in almost every one of Quentin Tarantino's movies. Not everyone, but almost everyone. And sometimes it's not even a spoken word. Sometimes it's just a gesture. Like the scene in Pulp Fiction at Jimmy's house when the wolf arrives, and he doesn't compliment in words Jimmy on his delicious coffee, but he gives him the raised cup salute on the coffee, And it's funny because Jules in Pulp Fiction had talked about Jimmy's coffee before, and Jimmy basically said, you don't have to tell me how good it is, Jules. I buy it. When Bonnie goes shopping, well, I can't say the rest of it, but if you watch enough Tarantino, you will see that there is some some humor that somehow gets through. Even Django Unchained had its humorous moments, and... You know, seeing Don Johnson as a slave owner shot off his horse, how is that a bad thing? Seriously. I mean, it's, it's fantasy. It's not real life. Got nothing against Don Johnson. His character was detestable, obviously. But um, he uses a certain word. Um, it sounds something like ship fire. Sounds something like that. Uh, I, that I just said it with a P just to overly emphasize it, every time I watch that scene, I just laugh. Every time I hear that word, I just laugh. If ever there is a word in need of a hashtag, that word is in need of a hashtag. Anyway, it's uh, 227 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Oh, uh, yeah, no, somebody wanted to know the uh, Halloween at the Bowerly House. Well, I uh, give away full-size candy bars. It's true. And this year it's... uh, Kit Kat bars, Reese's milk chocolate, no nuts, and um, Reese's peanut butter cups. So, yeah, I don't know why we didn't get Snickers this year. Must have been a Snickers shortage or something. Must have been the Snickers supply chain. I don't know. Maybe there's a shortage of Chinese-made nougat. I have no idea. But anyway, it is uh, 228. I I have a feeling that you guys are going to like what I have coming up because uh, what, what is today? Oh, yeah. Today is the last Friday before, let's see, Halloween. I think you might know where the show is going. But stay with us on News Radio 930 WBN to see if your guess is correct. And uh, RIP Jerry Lee Lewis. Bro, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I never should look you up 
I never should look anybody up online. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You shake my nerves and you rattle my brain. Too much of love drives a man insane. You broke my will, but what a thrill. Jerry Lee Lewis dead at uh, 87 years old. Uh, by the way, I forgot to mention that uh, you know you go to Roy Orbison. Roy Orbison takes you to Carl uh, uh, Perkins. Carl Perkins takes you to Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry Lee Lewis ends up at German dungeon porn because everything online ends up at German dungeon porn, everything. Anyway, it is uh, 2.37 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, real quickly, I uh, somebody sent me a picture of uh, <laughs> a young man with his Halloween costume, and he's uh, wearing a uh, Josh Allen jersey and a uh, football helmet, and see, they made legs out of something, maybe pool noodles, I'm thinking, and put sneaker. It, it looks like Josh Allen hurtling over uh, any Kansas City chief. So you can check out the picture. I put it up on the Bowerly on WBEN Facebook page. I thought it was very funny. Uh, that gets uh, A-plus for creativity. So uh, this is the Friday before Halloween. And here's my dilemma. My dilemma is sometimes it is fun to do the ghost show on Halloween itself. However, uh, Erie County has decided that I am a potential juror starting Monday. Now, as much as I would absolutely love to be a juror, this is not a good time for me to be a juror for many reasons. So I am going to try my best to get out of it. Basically, what can I tell you? I would love to do it. I would love to serve. The timing right now really sucks. I'm not going to go into details why. I will just tell you the timing. It, it could not be worse timing. But I do not know if I'm going to be here on Monday or not. We've got plans in place in case I am not. But if I am not here, just know that I'm doing my civic duty, going downtown, hopefully hopefully to be told that, no, you're not needed, we don't want you, or, yeah, dude, um, you, you can't do this, clearly. So I will let you know. But every year um, I take some time and I set it aside to hear your real life, or would that be real death ghost stories? Now, there's no reason to fabricate anything. There's no reason to make up anything. No reason at all. Um, your real-life ghost stories, stuff that you have actually personally seen, and in some cases, 
things that you have heard that don't make any sense. Possibly EVPs that you have collected. And I feel like I need to explain this every time I bring that up. But uh, ghost hunters use a technique called um, recording. And they try to record what is known as electronic voice phenomenon. And that is, you're recording. No sound can be heard when you are recording. But when you go back and you listen to the tape and you listen through headphones, you will get spooky voices on whatever media you use to record your particular uh, series of electronic voice phenomena. And I've told you this a million times. I won't go into all the details. But my very first time, my very first time trying EVPs, I got two A-class EVPs. One said, Blue Flame. The other said, Do You Want Me? And it was clear as a bell. And I, I can't think of any scientific explanation. I was there. I know what happened. I know that it wasn't a hoax. I know that it wasn't a scam. I had no reason to come in here and tell you some scam story about EVPs. If anything else, that's a liability for people. It's not something that they want to that they want to promote. But I will tell you that another year has gone by, and I do feel disappointed because I have not seen a ghost. Nope, I I have not seen a ghost. Many of you see ghosts. I have never seen one. Um, but it might be uh, haunted phenomena that you've experienced. For example, if you go to an antique store and you buy a clock and the clock is on your mantle and as you watch, the clock levitates and throws itself against the wall opposite the room, that's a good story. I would definitely call that a ghost story. And we had something like that called in maybe 20, 25 years ago. I forget. But if you have a legit ghost sighting, I would like to hear it today. And this is the only day I can really see doing this. I'm, I'm not going to come in Sunday night to do um, an extra show because, uh, frankly, Sunday night, nobody would be listening anyway. So it's kind of pointless. I mean, I think you're all going to be busy on Sunday night with other matters, and I'm not going to come in here and suck wind for a couple hours. That wouldn't be, uh, that wouldn't be a lot of fun. So anyway, um, let me just, I'm going to give you the phone number, but I've got some rules that I do want you to follow, okay? First of all, the phone numbers, plural, 803-0930. That's 803-0930. Star 930 is free on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN is free um, on, on uh, 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 it's free uh, for long-distance calls. 1-800-616-WBEN. Now, I just I, I I have to institute some understandings as we head into this year's ghost show, which, by the way, is the single most requested show that I do any given year. It can be the middle of summer, and people will come up to me and say, "Are you doing a ghost show anytime soon?" And I say, yeah, usually it's around Halloween. We do, you know, one, maybe sneak in one and a half, whatever. Um, so this this is one that I do because you guys really like it. I, I get, I would say, 
100 100 times or maybe 200 times more requests for this topic than any other topic I have ever done in my life. So I do it to make sure that you have a chance to give vent to your ghost stories. But you you have to help me out here, okay? Because I'm going to, without being a jerk, ask you questions about your ghost story to establish better its credibility. Because I really believe that most ghost sightings and things that are paranormal, I really believe that most of them can be explained logically. I think most of them can be debunked um, scientifically. There are, however, some that cannot be debunked scientifically. Like, I do not have a scientific explanation for my Class A EVPs that I captured at Forest Lawn. I I can't explain that. I don't think any scientist could explain that. Uh, It was just, it was bizarre. It was really cool, but it was was also bizarre at the same time. So, anyway, um, the other thing that I have to bring up, because I will ask you questions if I feel the questions are appropriate, but the other thing I want to mention is if your story starts off with, I was asleep and, please understand, I'd rather you not call. Because any story that starts off with, I was asleep and, I'm automatically going to assume that it was a dream. Unless, unless you have corroboration from somebody with you at the time. And you both saw it and you talked about it the next day. Then... I think it's acceptable, okay? But if it's just you alone and the story is, I was in bed, I was asleep, and understand I'm not going to be terribly impressed if it even gets on the air, okay? And I hope you can understand why. Um, The other thing is, don't call in about photographs that have orbs in them. Okay, I am not impressed by orbs. Orbs to me are absolute the BS of the ghost world. Orbs are low hanging fruit. Even the guys on Ghost Hunters were not real big fans of orbs. These are guys who've made millions of dollars with this TV show recording their quest to find proof of the paranormal, proof of ghosts. And I happen to agree with them that all, pretty much, there might be the odd exception here or there, okay? But pretty much anything that you're going to say, oh, I took a photograph and there was an orb over my kid's head. The obvious explanation is, no, there was a bug flying past the camera as the picture was taken. Not going to impress me. Orbs, I'd rather you not because it's just not, Again, if ghost hunters themselves say, don't be carried away by orb photos, I have to listen to what they say, okay? I want real, honest-to-goodness, yes, you actually saw a real ghost story. You saw it. It might have dematerialized in front of you. You know, I gave you a two-hour or maybe a one-hour, I forget, sample show of ghosts a couple of weeks ago and one of the stories that was outstanding uh these people were driving through niagara county 
and the woman saw this figure dressed in last century or the century before his garb uh, leaving a home at the side of the road or a barn and then walking into the street. And then the husband ran over it as it was in the middle of the street and the entire car got cold. And the husband and the wife both saw this thing, whatever it was. They both felt the inside of the car getting cold. And I thought it was a pretty good story. I mean, if you've got, I love stories that have multiple corroboration. And there was a guy last time out who called in and said, hey, I was at Forest Lawn. I took a picture of some deer. And in the picture, there looks like a woman sitting on an obelisk um, at the cemetery. So I put, he actually sent the photo in and I put it online. And some of you say, yes, I see a woman sitting in the flame. Um, I don't really see a woman sitting in the flame. I don't see it. Then again, I'm not really one to see up close anyway right now. So um, you can't really trust my judgment in seeing things up close. I, I don't happen to see anything. That doesn't mean that it isn't there. But it also could have been the light off the dashboard, the light through the windshield. I have no idea. I have no idea. Maybe it is an authentic paranormal photograph. Maybe it isn't. I don't know. But at least the guy sent in the photograph, which was pretty cool. There's also some ring doorbell footage that I put up. Um, and the interesting thing about that is the people inside the house heard knocking on the house, but there was nobody outside. And then they checked the camera and what you see on the Bowerly and WBEN Facebook page from that particular ring doorbell footage. I, I think that's interesting. I just said, I'm not really into orbs as proof of ghosts, but... That footage, especially combined with the story of the knocking on the house, I think it's interesting. My inclination is it's a spider web. My, my inclination is it's a spider web. But do I know it's a spider web? No. Do I think that's the most logical explanation? Yes. And those of you who have security cameras at home, isn't it fun to be watching them? And this time of year, the giant spider crawls right over the lens. It's like, whoa, suddenly my security camera has turned into National Geographic. What's going on here? So I want your real-life ghost stories. Again, I, I must put those conditions into effect, though, because when I do a ghost show, I want it to be the best ghost show ever. I want it to be a show that, even though it's about ghosts, has some credibility because I don't want just everybody to call in and say, I have a photograph here uh, of my grandmother and there's an orb sitting on her left shoulder. Well, it's probably a dirty lens from 1958. That would be the thing that makes the most sense, eh? 803, I just did say A because, as many of you know, I am fluent in Canadian. 803-0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. All right, 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. I, um, I uh, um, was going to say something. Hold on here. It, it, it actually was important, but... Uh, Oh, here it is. Yeah. If you're going to call the ghost show, I suggest that because so many people call it, um, 
it gets filled kind of fast. And inevitably, by the time I come to the end, I have to leave a lot of people on hold. So take advantage of the time at the beginning of the show to get your ghost story out. Because, again, this is a real popular show. People really are into it. So let's go to Debbie in uh, Sloan. Debbie, you're on WBEN. Welcome to the program. You've got a story for us. Yes. Hi, Tom. How you doing? Yes, ma'am. Uh, this happened about 10 years ago. My daughter never knew her father-in-law because he died before she married her husband. She was up around 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning um, feeding her baby, and he, the baby was looking up at the ceiling, and he's laughing, and he's pointing, and then she smelled a real strong smell of men's cologne. So she kind of got freaked out, and she went to her husband, who was sleeping, and told him, and he said that his father usually woke up about 5 a.m., and he would wear men's cologne. And we think the baby saw his grandfather. Um, because of the smell of cologne. The cologne, and the baby was looking up at the ceiling and pointing and laughing like he was looking at something. Hmm. Um, that's, that's really interesting. And sometimes, sometimes like with, uh, with children, you wonder if they have a sense that we as adults don't have, that yeah. we, we lose something as we get older. Yes, exactly. Um, that that's a really interesting story. I don't know what to make of that. Has the smell of the cologne reappeared? No, and my grandson is ten now, going to be eleven. So it this just happened when he was a little bitty baby. And uh, there ha there have been no ghostly activities around him since he was an infant. No. All right. Well, that's that's interesting. Smells, yeah, smells can be a part of ghost stories. Absolutely, um, Debbie. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Um, yeah, smells, very, very important. And you know what else um, is, is kind of interesting is that the so-called ghost experts, they say that if you are if you move into an older home and you start to renovate, that that is the time when you're most likely to be visited by former inhabitants of that home. Uh, and I don't know why that would be, but that's just what seems to happen to an awful lot of people. So if that's happened to you, that would be an intriguing part of the story. And uh, although I've never seen a ghost, I believe that many of you have seen ghosts. Absolutely. Um, some of the stories you're going to hear today, as long as people telling them aren't BSing us, uh, some of them are going to be rather, um, shall we say, dramatic uh, some might be questionable, but there are always a few that stay with you for a long period of time. So this is the day that you ask me for all year long. It is the ghost show today, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.